0: Back in December 2018, John Bass realized that Holly Hall knew nothing about the latest pop culture references, and pledged to educate her for the world to hear. Fast forward
1: to the present day, they have a non-award winning podcast, where together they discuss the latest from Twitter, Instagram, and the news. Starring John Bass and Holly Hall, coming now to a clueless ear near you. Hello and welcome to Man's Not What, Season 2, Episode 2. It's January. January. Yeah.
0: January was mental, mate.
1: So many things happened in January.
0: First of all, R.I.P. Kobe Bryant.
1: Uh, Great
0: basketball legend. Yeah. Sadly passed away. Rest
1: in peace. R.I.P.
0: Kobe's Big Kobe dog. Yeah. Big basketball fan, Holly.
1: I honestly am not, <laughs> but I guess I've just never, I don't know, I've never, I just haven't been exposed to it. No one that I know really likes it.
0: Yeah, it's one of them things, isn't it? I'm not yeah. really into it either, but just, it's a big name, I can
1: appreciate it? it.
0: Yeah. pretty. It's a
1: great sport.
0: Pretty good guy. Yeah. Good guy. So yeah, RIP Cobes. Yeah. Um It's been pretty mental, isn't it? It's first month of 2020. Yeah. Shitloads going on. We had about a million stories we had to cut down. We did,
1: yeah. Have you enjoyed 2020 so far? It's
0: been alright. It's been a pretty hectic start to the year. But um, yeah, it's, it's all good. How's your knee after smashing I've into I've just the
1: almost smashed into uh, John. Yeah, I've enjoyed it as well. Pretty good. Yep. Um, I'm still learning to drive. Good. Still.
0: Hopefully 2020 will be the year.
1: 2020. <laughs> Holly's going to be on the road. Um, and I've just booked a lovely trip to Bath. Mm. So if anyone's got any recommendations about Bath, just hit me up. Yeah. Don't literally hit me up but do hit me up.
0: Yeah. Just like slide into the DMs. The yeah. DMs open? I don't know. Slide into the DMs.
1: <laughs> and I tell Hollywood
0: so. to go in Bath.
1: You've been to Bath?
0: Um I went to Bath when I was younger, but I don't really remember it. Yeah. And I think we were just there for like a day. So yeah, I don't really remember it, but it's like a lot of Roman shit down there, mate. Yeah. Loads of Roman shit, innit?
1: I'm not going to lie, if I don't have a satisfying bath when I'm in Bath, yeah. I'm going to burn it down.
0: Mm. I mean, you kind of feel like the name is like on the tin so if it doesn't
1: who doesn't deliver then it's
0: sort of like shit in
1: TripAdvisor it's going down
0: yeah and it's a bit arrogant because there's not a place called Shower as far as I know yeah so that's it's, true so they've you know they've really gone in on the theme yeah so it's like hopefully there is I mean I'm pretty sure there are Roman baths still yeah, there
1: yeah but can I get in them
0: yeah I don't know mate I don't know
1: is it acceptable for me to be naked in a public mm, bath that's old
0: Good point. Have you um, you got any New Year's resolutions? Have you started them? Have you finished um, them already? Broken? Yeah,
1: just started them, finished them, completed them. <laughs> Completely, mate. Done.
0: My New Year's resolution was to um just flip a coin once. Did it, mate? Did it day one? Simple. Did you? Nah. I've been trying to do um thirty minutes of exercise for thirty days. I got to about twenty six days and then I got a cold. So it.
1: That's good me. though.
0: It's pretty good. So. It's annoying, but I'm gonna try and um, just basically try and exercise every day. Yeah,
1: just get back on it.
0: Thirty minutes every day, because it was quite good when I was yeah. into it. I was into it; it was pretty, pretty good. Lost a few pounds. That's Car- great. I was gonna little, say you
1: look slim.
0: Carrying a little holiday weight. But I think you
1: have lost weight. Yeah,
0: but I need to get back on it because I've been ill. Yeah. When you're ill, you just like, you know, try and make yourself feel better by usually like eating yeah. too much and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, try to do that. But any other? Like Any other New breaking news? No,
1: nothing? Um, no, just that I've completed all my New Year's resolutions and that I'm still on the roads. Still on the roads? But, but not Not in the ends,
0: like as in driving.
1: Just driving around. So
0: just talk us through, Holly, your driving history. You've how many failed attempts?
1: I have failed my driving test four times. What? <laughs> right. um, yeah. Anymore? What's the
0: minor, major sort of scale we're talking about?
1: What are you talking about?
0: how many majors how many minors
1: oh it's usually just my what my usual trick is just one big major right one big john major
0: one big old john
1: one big john um couple of minors probably yeah probably
0: couple of welsh minors and then yeah so you get on
1: minors johns yeah
0: yeah fair enough
1: some say stop driving i say never
0: it's a good point
1: try and stop me it's
0: a good point Right, shall we um, Shall we start talking about some stuff that's been happening in January? Yes. Um, unlike most years, this year, Love Island has been on the, in the winter. Yes. And it's been very controversial. We're yeah. a good couple of weeks into it now. Um, so uh, yeah, I thought we'd talk about winter Love Island and whether it's any good or whether it's a bag of shit.
1: I honestly really like it. Okay. I... Yeah, I just got excited when I heard that there was a new one coming out, right. and I have enjoyed watching it.
0: Okay.
1: I'm not watching it every night, though. Okay. I think it's a lot to commit to. One hour every single night.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Is making me think of your 30 minutes of exercise. <laughs> yeah. Like, I could be doing one hour of exercise, yeah. but I'm not. I'm sat down watching people in bikinis. But
0: you could combine it.
1: I could. You
0: could just, like, you know, just do some, like, press ups, sit ups or something whilst watching it. In or the like, ad breaks. Yeah. Or no, just during the show. Yeah. During the show. Just stand there with a the dumbbell as well, doing your arms and all that. Yeah. You up.
1: You
0: could do that easily. And yeah. then that's an hour of exercise.
1: That is an hour of exercise.
0: Um, the winter thing for me, like, I think the reason that it works, the show, because I'm kind of on the fence with the show generally. Kind of, my other half really loves it, so we end up having it on in the house. And sometimes, some years I've really got into it and we've watched the whole thing and I like kind of quite enjoy it, like enjoy it. But this year it just hasn't captured me, and I think there's a couple of reasons for it. One, in the summer, like you're already in that mood of like, oh, I'm going to go on holiday soon and I'm going to be at Bipol and drinking, and having fun with my friends and it's kind of like hot and people are kind of more in the mood for that kind of like party atmosphere but coming into January or coming off the back of Christmas you're still in a bit of like hibernation mode and it's Mm. cold outside and it's I don't know what it is but it just sort of clashes
1: I think you're right and there was a woman at work today saying exactly the same thing she said I can't relate to Mm. it because I'm cold but they're hot and they're having this kind of party lifestyle yeah um yeah, there's a lot of, at my place anyway, where I work, there's a lot of people saying, not interested, it's boring. Yeah. I've enjoyed it, but I do think they've taken a lot of the tasks that they would have had at a later stage and brought them forward. Right. So they're trying to jazz it up and like spice things up early on.
0: Interesting. So if they've brought them forward, that means that they might, they might need some new ones for later yes. on. So if we were given that power Holly, yeah. to create new challenges for them, What what would we do? What What challenges
1: would
0: you do? So I quite like the idea of because it's supposed to be winter Love Island. I think they should be doing sort of winter based tasks. I know that's where they are is hot, but wouldn't it like be quite funny if they were like put in like ski outfits, (laughs) and then like they had to kind of like try and ski down the beach. So like put on proper um, skis and the poles, and they had to race down the beach. So they'd be sweating. You could put them in like massive sumo suits. Like they'd be sweating, like racing up and down the beach. That'd be quite a laugh.
1: It would be health and safety
0: fucking nightmare.
1: Yeah, um, but it'd be that fun. does not surprise me that you've said that because I don't know if you watched Love Island the other day. They made a game out of the gym balls that you sit on and okay. you can like exercise with. They were throwing them over bean bags. They made a like a line of bean bags. Right. They threw this gym ball over it. And I just watched it and I thought, this is what John Bass would be doing if yes. he was in Love Island. Because he just makes mental games out of anything. Like on holiday, he created a game called Sugar Ball, which is where you're in the pool and you can't drop the ball. And you have to do moves in different parts of your body and like hit it in a certain way. Yeah, I mean, um, it's,
0: it's, um, I, I wasn't the sole creator. It was me and um, my best friend Gaz.
1: Okay. Um, shout out to Gaz. Shout, big up Gaz sugar and, his, ball and his
0: new kid co-founder. Um, sugar oh yeah. Ball co-founder.
1: New little baby. Congrats. Still a baby, yeah.
0: Um, you basically waist height in a swimming pool. Yeah. It's usually the optimum height. You can you can go a little bit deeper, but you need your arms to be at a comfortable height out of the pool. name yeah. Aim is just just to keep the ball off the water.
1: Yeah.
0: But in our fictional world of sugar ball, there is a judging panel <laughs> judging the difficulty and skill levels of the move. So you could just tap it back and forward. Which would give you a high score in terms of like keeping the ball up, but low score in terms of skill and difficulty. Honey. Yeah. So the, the real like, top-level sugar ball performers yeah. can mix it up with skills and tricks and flicks. Okay. So that's just a game i That's just. Simple. So John
1: made that up. He also made up a Lake Equaliser. Oh, that's a great game. We were away, and there was a lake and yep. a kayak, because some people just have those in their houses. Yep. And John just made a game where you have to kick the football over the lake. And then yeah. get in the kayak and get the ball. You
0: take it in turns, uh, and again you get one point every time you kick it over with your favourite foot. If you kick it over with your weak foot, you get two points. So again, it's a it's a collaborative game. So the person <laughs> on the other side of the pitch, you're not against them. You're working in teams. You get one touch to control it and one touch to kick it back. It's simple.
1: Yeah. Simple. So that's what John would be doing in Love Island, yeah. just making mad games out of things.
0: Yeah. Which is fine. Which is. It's you what know, you want, how, really. Yeah, exactly. And hopefully, money. my potential like partner in there would go. He's creative. He's, he's got, you know, good games I'll never be bored if I was on holiday Sure, he's not got the physique He's not, you know, absolutely ripped
1: But hang on a sec He's been doing 30 minutes of exercise every day So he's going to be ripped So he is going to be ripped And
0: bloody good games as well Yeah So, you know, they've got to think about that yeah. um, Is there anyone in there that you've got your eye on, Holly? For the ones that are, people that are listening that are I watching the show
1: Mike is really fit
0: Is that the policeman? Yeah. Yeah
1: Very attractive man Um, Although
0: people find him cringe. Do you find him a bit cringe? Yeah,
1: I think he's playing a bit of a game. Mm. So he seems to have gone from Leanne to, is it Jess, one of the twins? Probably. Very quickly. This will mean nothing if you haven't watched Love Island. But he's a bit, I don't know. But then isn't
0: that the point though? It
1: is. It's just that he was so loved up, but then he changed his mind within a second plus. He already pied this woman, the second woman, at the start. So it's like, if you didn't right. like her enough at the start, and now your, like, girlfriend's dumped you, how convenient that you've gone for her?
0: It's a good point. It does It does kind of seem a little bit convenient. But yeah. I, I don't know, I have some sympathy with all the contestants, because everyone's like, oh, I think they're playing a the game. It's like, yeah, because it it's a is game, a
1: game show. It's kind show. of a
0: game show, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I suppose you're right. It's a game show. But, um, yeah, Winter Any Love 50s Island. Are fifties for you? Um, I mean to be honest like i said i haven't seen it recently so i can't say that i'm like well across who's in there um i liked um what's her name the girl from the saturday's sister
1: yeah she's gone
0: she's gone now yeah. there you go but she was so annoying her voice was ridiculous Oh yeah, Connor
1: She's really funny though. She's
0: an idiot, mate.
1: Very witty. She made me laugh a lot. Witty
0: banter. Yeah. Um, But yeah, no, no one's kind of blown me away, mate. But I haven't really been watching it, so it's difficult to to judge it this year. I just, I feel like um, they might have got a bit greedy, like the producers, and gone, let's let's saturate the market. Yeah. I think people were saying in the last series that even doing it every year was getting a bit
1: much. Yeah. So they've
0: rather than strip it back, they've just added another series. Two shows. Which is mad.
1: Yeah, it's a lot. Um,
0: what about Caroline Flack? Now, forget her um, off-screen issues. Yeah. Is it affecting it because we're so used to seeing her there?
1: Yeah, a little bit. And also because last night they did a vote-off and they're meant to have the presenter come mm. and do that, but the presenter wasn't there. Interesting. So they were, like, governing themselves and it felt really weird. Like, I don't know if she couldn't be there or something... And they were telling the contestants to like sort themselves out and do the vote off and everything.
0: That's so weird. D- don't you think it'd be better, like obviously Caroline Flack's out of the picture but if we were in control of the casting and we could have like for every episode like a guest presenter.
1: Yeah that would be good.
0: I'd quite like to see Stephen Fry in there.
1: What just hosting a little segment? Just, just
0: goes in and go, you know like um, whatever the name of the host is this year and Caroline Flack used to where they go in and be like Tonight one person's leaving.
1: Yeah.
0: You have to decide who it is. And there's like the slow motion walk. Imagine it was Stephen Fry. Just that would bowling be in. really good. Because he wouldn't know who they are. He's no. just been hired for the show. Yeah. And he's reading it out and like he's as confused as they are that he's there. <laughs> which I think would be good. What
1: about Judy Dench?
0: Judy Dench would be great. she'd be great. <laughs> I could just see her now with like her glasses like peering over the top, like can't quite read what's on the cards.
1: Oh, so isn't there a song by Lethal B called Dench? Yeah. So you could play that.
0: You could play that as her walking How music does that go? slow motion. Dench I think that's just his phrase.
1: <laughs> you just sound like the x factor man.
0: Judy Dench
1: <laughs> Also, whenever John does that, the the audio recorder peaks. just peaks off the scale.
0: Yeah, so my voice is so good.
1: Maxine beautiful.
0: Peak. Yeah. Maxine Peak should be good. Yeah. Get her she in. Would be good. <laughs> Get her in.
1: What about Charlie Brooker?
0: Charlie Brooker would be amazing. Yeah. Because he... I get the feeling he have utter disdain for the show. <laughs> yeah. So seeing him just slagging him off would be quite, quite It would be good. surreal
1: as well, because he, he's got that Black Mirror episode that is like some kind of game show parody, yeah. Savage. Was it
0: 10,000? Yeah, it's sort
1: of a spin-off of um, X Factor. X shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah so what we've, what we've learned is we would be brilliant producers of Love Island.
0: Also, I'd get Dave Benson Phillips on.
1: Oh my god. And one of the
0: tasks would be him playing get your own back. Yes. And then you get your own back on the person that pied you earlier in the series.
1: Yes <laughs> And Pat Sharp. Yes
0: and, and the twins, twins. Ah. <laughs> Yes And then they
1: do like a go-kart around the whole Love Island. Oh my
0: god, yes.
1: Yes.
0: Fuck. So that's it, we solved it. There you oh go.
1: my god, Love Island Fun House. Love Island Fun House
0: Crossover. Get your own back, fun house. Finders Keepers, bring that back as well.
1: Yes, Put how stuff can we finders keepers? Finders, finders Keepers is a
0: fucking sick show, mate. So good. So good. I want
1: to watch that kind of content now. Yeah,
0: but in the setting of Winter Love Island and just,
1: sexy people, that
0: will spice it up. That will spice it up because at the moment it's dead vibes, and we yeah. need to we need to pick dead it up. vibes only. Dead vibes only, exactly. So fix up, look sharp, and get, just get some get Dave in. Get some better shit.
1: John Bass, did you see the Golden Globes this year?
0: Well, like everyone, I mean I didn't watch it. No one watched it, did they? Just watch the don't clips. I think
1: so. I the, think people just wait clips. for the results, especially if it's an American show and it was broadcast when we were asleep.
0: Yeah, I get the feeling that in America there are people that have like Oscars parties and yeah. Golden Globe parties maybe, but no one watches it. You just watch the clips.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, well, you probably know this. But Ricky Gervais hosted the okay. Golden Globes. Yep. Yeah. The man, the legend. My hero. John's hero. And it was just a brilliant, brilliant display of banter. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it, Ricky Gervais hosted the show and he just came out and said basically, I honestly don't care anymore. I've hosted this show five times. I can't believe they've asked me back. And he just laid into, he he essentially did like a roast battle on stage, but there were no, there were no limits. He just went to town and it left the audience aghast. There's so many gifts from that night of like Tom Hanks, just aghast, Steven Spielberg, people laughing, people in shock. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was great. Yeah. Uh, I mean, obviously I love Gervais, so I'm a little bit biased, but I'm very much on the side of uh, free speech has to allow people to be offended. Yeah. And you should be able to say mad shit if you want to say mad shit. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: And Gervais has kind of taken this stand in a very uh, woke generation and woke era Mm. where you know, even things that are actually fine when you pick them are seen as shocking and yeah. um, potentially career-ending. Yeah, and so I, th- I find it refreshing that someone who's kind of big. And with such a big platform as, as him is taking the stand of mm. like, I'm going to say whatever the fuck I want and you're going to have to just deal with it. Yeah. Uh, and also like the fact that his targets were like multi-millionaire celebrities. <laughs> yeah. So it's not like he's picking on like, you know, the poor or disabled people. No. He's, he's picking on the elite of the yeah. world, the richest of the rich.
1: The people who don't usually get questioned in that yeah. way. They do get criticised. But they never get called out in their own space, yeah. I would say.
0: And don't you think, like, those sort of events, and we've we've seen them recently, so um, we're now, uh, as we record this, we're now entering into Fibra and we've just had the BAFTAs.
1: Oh, yeah. Um,
0: and again, it's just, they use this platform a lot of these celebrities to kind of, I call it like a circle jerk. You know, oh. Like, but they all pictured on the back and say how brave they are and that we should do more about this particular subject.
1: Yeah, because um, didn't Ricky say don't come out here yeah, yeah. and 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 do these thank you speeches just he says something like just get your award and fuck off. And he's
0: like get your get your award thank you god and fuck off. Yeah. And he's right. Like if you really like unpack it and you think about what these events are, they are just a group of people in an industry saying to other people in the same industry you've done really well this year. Yeah. Right? What gives them the moral fortitude and the moral respect from the rest of society to go, "Do you know what this guy who dresses up and like entertains us, he's got a really good moral point on how I live my life
1: yeah,
0: it's weird that people oh my God, I've seen so and so speech from the Oscars. It was so brave. No, it wasn't yeah. they're just another they, person I mean, like you are,
1: yeah, I mean, their jobs are extraordinary, I would say. But then they are human beings. Yeah. Like they are just people.
0: Yeah, but their jobs are extraordinary in the sense of what they're doing is uh, extremely well paid, and they in have the public
1: s- focus
0: exactly, and have to sacrifice a lot in order to get there. But that doesn't give them any more insight into geopolitics than you or yeah, I. Yeah,
1: you don't know how they're much no research more, they've done. They're
0: no more qualified in in uh, environmental um, yeah. subjects than you or I. Yeah, there are certain people like I know, for example, George Clooney is really invested in the stuff that he does with charities and and he he understands like you know certain areas of that, what he talks about but there's so many of them that are up there going oh yeah we need to do more about the environment and they've got a private jet there and they spend all this yeah. money on all this shit and they don't actually do anything they just they just say oh, i'm just using my platform yeah. it's like well you you're not in a position morally to tell me how to live my life yeah. it's a bit it's a bit rich and what I think was so brilliant about this Gervais thing is he was a bit like, I also am a bit rich, yeah. but I'm not standing here and telling anyone how fucking brilliant I am. Yeah. You lot are, and you yeah. shouldn't be doing it. Shut the fuck up.
1: I loved it. His, was great. I loved his diss to Leonardo DiCaprio. He said something. He was talking about The Irishman, yeah. and he he savaged Martin Scorsese, but he but he's, he was quite cute because he said something about it was a joke about him being small. And then they panned to Scorsese, and he just nodded in a really cute yeah. way, like, yeah, I am really small. Yeah, I'm
0: really small. And then
1: um, Gervais was like, oh, I watched The Irishman. It was good. It was very long. He said, uh, Leo went in there with his date, and when he came out, she was too old for him, because, <laughs> like, he just dates 25-year-olds. So good. He
0: was cracking up. But then up, he though, panned to that. Leo,
1: and Leo was cracking up. So it's, yeah. I think it's quite funny when you get someone getting savaged and then they actually see the humor in it.
0: Well, because that's the thing—you can kind of tell in that room if you've if you've seen the clips, you'll know—is he he says a lot of jokes and some really harsh stuff about people that they laugh at because they they know and accept that to be true. He says a lot of other stuff where people either don't accept it to be true, so they're just like not self-aware enough to realize yeah. that what they're doing is a little bit kind yeah. of duplicitous or two-faced or uh, kind of. Morally questionable. Yeah, he also goes in on some large corporations about the way oh, that they yeah. act um, and
1: how they treat their workers. Yeah, and, and, and things like that.
0: So it was really, it was really great. I know um, Gervais is not everyone's cup of tea, uh, and I totally get that as well. But I just think it was uh, all round was a pretty, pretty good thing that he's done it, and uh, he sits on that side of comedy with like Dave Chappelle uh, and Chris Rock and um, people like that, where they they just want to say what they want to say because it's a joke, it's comedy it's not fact or real life it's not, you can say a horrific thing that's a joke Yeah, and people kind of just hear the horrific thing and forget that it's just designed to make you laugh and if it makes you laugh then it's kind of worked.
1: Yeah and also like it makes me think of when I used to listen to rap music when I was younger Mm. and for example Eminem I was really into but people were saying oh kids shouldn't listen to him because Mm. He says these horrendous things and in interviews he'd say like well i'm not doing those things other people yeah. are i'm just commenting on it it doesn't mean that i'm doing it and i suppose it makes me think of that because i think just because they're saying it it doesn't mean that they're doing a bad thing or promoting no, it No, exactly it's almost like social commentary i suppose yes
0: yeah, it's art it's art is literally a comment yeah social commentary yeah and just sees it sees things observes things and then pushes that out into the world as art yeah they're not like in, and I'm talking like generally paintings, poetry, everything yeah. they say and portray horrific acts those acts exist whether that painting has been painted yeah, whether true. that poem has been said be annoyed at that act don't be annoyed at the art mm. so that's why I'll always defend hip hop music I'll always defend comedians and because they're just words yeah. it's just art it's not that that's hurting you it's the subject that you mm. don't like and people just need to fucking grow up and get over it, Holly. So <laughs> take their
1: award and fuck off. Take your
0: award and fuck off. <laughs> yeah. Um have you ever seen something like mental at work where someone's like said something inappropriately or because because I've been in a situation that not not oh, where someone's given a speech, but they've so basically I used to my first job I worked in a call centre. Yeah. Uh, and there was some fucking mad stuff going on there because it was like a little sort of small town big village type place call cool center and so it was just full of students basically and young people that worked there but I ended up getting to like a supervisor level so you end up managing people but a lot of the people I managed were like the same age as me or like kids in the year below so we all just kids managing each other it was a madhouse And I remember he's now a CEO of a company. I won't say his name because he's doing really well for himself. um, And he's a lovely guy as well. But he had basically explained to me that he was leaving. So he was like, it's going to be my last shift today. So I was like, okay, fair enough. And this call centre was laid out so that the sort of managers and the supervisors were at one end. But it went like 100 metres up the other end. And he was sitting as far away as you could go it's a four hour shift and about two hours in we're getting like phone calls complaining about calls like mad calls so we're like okay can you like tell us who they were calling from and you have to do all this digging to work out like who it is so anyway we isolate it down to work out that all these prank calls have come from the same person and I'll, I'll call this person Steve for argument's sake, right so I um I pulled Steve aside and I said to him look I've um, had some complaints we're going to have to review your last like three or four calls so you take them into this little side oh office, right? Sake. And you just play through their calls, that the ones that have been flagged as complained, right? So you can work it out who's, which calls they've been complained about. And the call that had the biggest complaint, and the one that we had oh to sack him for, was, and it was genius. He basically... He just spent all day, every single call that he had, just making things up, like doing prank calls. But none of them were offensive. They were just yeah. funny ideas. So one of them... He got his um, headset and he got a fan because it was the summer, you know, like the circular aerator fan things. Yeah. And he just got really close to it, so it was just like, <laughs> like blowing into his thing. And a person would answer and be like, Hello, Sam, it's uh, Steve here calling from BMW. I'm just in our new wind tunnel. We're testing our latest model for. like, And this guy was going, Sorry, you calling from where? And he's going, I'm calling from BMW. I'm in a wind tunnel. And just say all this mad stuff. And then. Um, In the end, basically, like, he's just shouting at this guy. And then the guy's like, look, if you don't put the phone down, I'm going to fucking find you and beat you up. And then you see him going, come on in. Come on in, bruv. Come on. Honestly, it was so funny. And you know when you're like, you're supposed to be the authority you, his, figure. You were
1: his supervisor. I was his supervisor, listen to this. Were you dying to laugh?
0: I, I was laughing. I was crying with laughter. <laughs> but trying to hold it in with my back to him, but the tears <laughs> were rolling down my face. So in the end I like just wiped my tears and I went, like, Steve oh, I need his name then. Steve, I'm gonna have to let you go and he went I was leaving anyway. This was all part of my plan. Like, I'm, oh. This was my last day. And I was like, you did tell me it was your last day. Do you think day. he
1: knew that you were laughing? Yes. <laughs> and then
0: subsequently, we've spoken about it a lot and said how funny, fucking hilarious it was. What was the
1: one that offended people? It was not, that, it was the... That offended people? Yeah, but,
0: because he ended up having a round with the guy going,
1: come on in, come on in. <laughs> <laughs> what? What is the what is the point of that? Being in a wind tunnel? And then he just
0: it was his last day anyway. He wasn't but
1: even it, selling anything. He got sacked. But he wasn't even trying to no, sell anything.
0: No, He was supposed to be calling about growing children's books. <laughs> in the end, he started making a fake call about BMWs. So this
1: person on the phone, like, why are they in a tunnel? And what am I supposed to do about this? Yeah,
0: it was fucking mental. So yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty good day work. Wow.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah. And also my um. My best friend Gaz—he got sacked um, from the same place. Loads of people got sacked for calls. His was really unlucky. I don't know if I've ever told this on this pod before, but essentially, you, you could unclip your a headset, so yeah. the, the call through the computer would still be running, but they couldn't tell um, if you were on the line because you'd unclipped your microphone. Essentially, so what used to happen is when you get an answer phone, you click this button, and there would be a delay, so you'd unclip yourself and then just talk to your mate while it.
1: Oh, is it bought you a bit of time?
0: Yeah. But one day uh, we were all sitting. And there was like four of us, all good mates, all next to each other, which didn't happen very often. So we were all really excited. And um, basically, Gaz had clicked the answer phone thing, but he, he hadn't double clicked it, so it was just like stuck there. So essentially, it's gone to someone's answer phone, and he hasn't unclipped. Oh no! And he basically gets dragged in the office. Uh, same thing, but obviously a different supervisor. Yeah. And they go, and he was the golden boy. They loved him. they were like, Gary, I'm so sorry, but. Um, we've had a really serious complaint he's like a complaint he's like no way like, absolutely no way and they went well unfortunately we've got evidence and so they play him the answer phone of an elderly couple right? oh no now because these are headset mics the only, only voice you can hear is his Yeah. but he's obviously having a conversation with the rest of us
1: oh. and
0: all it does it just goes beep did you fuck her and then just a pause and you can hear him like chuckling and he goes <laughs> did you finger her trutch <laughs> oh. and then he goes oh shit click trutch <laughs> 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 trutch is like fanny I've
1: never heard that word before
0: yeah, yeah. So it's you got, like
1: truck and crutch
0: yeah trutch So wow yeah.
1: that's, you, that's my biggest problem with this story yeah so he
0: got sacked that for that word. yeah he got sacked for that so it's pretty bad so Oh, dear. So, yeah, good times. So, yeah, I've seen um, a lot of yeah. um, funny things said at work. Yeah. As it goes. Yeah. So.
1: Nothing's really happened to me. So no, that's good. nothing. I've never seen anyone, like, loo- like lose it because they're leaving. Yeah. I don't think.
0: I also saw, I mean, when I say saw, I didn't actually see it. I saw the aftermath of these two guys. They worked together for years and they hated each other. And one of them... I don't know if he got sacked or he just let, he got another job. I think he got sacked actually. He got sacked uh, and I think he just saw it as like, fuck it, I'm never gonna get another chance to do what I'm about to do. And I didn't see it, I was in the same room and it was behind me, but basically what he did is he walked back into the office where this guy was sitting and and I'm talking like a normal standard office, so desks and chairs and computers and stuff. He walks into the room, he takes a good, like, three or four step run up and drop kicks this guy. Like, you know, like wrestlers, like, two two footed, flying kick, and just completely clatters this guy. Because they hated each other and he thought, fuck it, I'm leaving, I'm just going to do (sighs) it. But it was just mental because (laughs) if you punched him or, like, kicked him or something, fine. But he did a flying kick, like a wrestler, and just, like, two footed him and just, like, smashed onto his desk. And then they were just having, like, a.
1: it's not funny but
0: <laughs> It was funny, Ollie. It's fucking hilarious. You could go to prison
1: for that. Yeah.
0: And what they basically were they weren't really fighting because I think the other guy was so shocked it had happened. But like all of his stuff was just everywhere, all over the floor and then he um basically just gets up, like the guy who'd done it, and just goes I can't remember what he said, but something like, Oh fuck you, yeah, I always wanted to do that and then just walked out and that was it. And then the guy just like starts picking all of his stuff and just putting it oh, back on his desk. Oh,
1: poor guy! I mean, he
0: was a prat. The other guy who got kicked, but so yeah. Wow. So yeah, i have lived a pretty John's cool, colourful
1: past. Mm,
0: cool office life. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty good.
1: God's sake. Pretty
0: good. Yeah. I've got loads of stories about mental people I work with, but I'll save them for another day because okay. I don't want to go on for too long about same old shit.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Good. So, one of the biggest stories of January, which uh, I wanted to talk about, was um, Stormzy versus Wiley. Did you see any of this kicking off?
1: I heard you watching it.
0: (laughs) I heard you watching it.
1: (laughs) Um... Yeah, John was watching videos on his phone, and I heard overheard him. Yeah,
0: so they're obviously you know who they both are. They've got are. beef, yeah. They got beef, bruv.
1: I like both their music. Yeah, so that's good.
0: That is good. <laughs> um, and they had, they had what's commonly known as a clash.
1: Isn't it um, called a beef?
0: I mean, that's more of an American term.
1: Okay. Um,
0: they they had a clash basically, which is like um, clash. Yeah, they clashed. Clash of the they're Titans. Clashed over tracks, um, it or, is kind of a clash of the Titans, really,
1: or a trudge. Yeah. Is it called a trutch? Trutch. Okay, new word for yeah. me. I'm going to use that a trutch lot. Trutch
0: of the Titans.
1: Trutch of the Titans. Go, oh, I've
0: got an itchy trutch.
1: What about Clash of the Trutch? Not as catchy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, so they had a massive beef and it was everywhere. Um, literally.
1: You said beef.
0: Did I? Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they, they did have a beef, but they ended up, as a result of that beef, having a clash. Okay. Okay. Um, so they had a clash and uh, a lot of people thought that Storms had won. A lot of people thought the Wiley had won, but yep. the winner, the true winner, is the music genre currently known as grime.
1: I love grime. Lots of
0: people are talking about it again. It's reinvigorated the scene, and it's been um, it's been pretty, been pretty big. So it's been pretty mad. Fan of grime? Oh, I love grime. Yeah, of course. Same. Yeah.
1: That surprised you about me?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, because you always bang on about how much you love gigs.
1: Yeah, sex, gigs is good. Do you know what one of my top genres on um, Spotify's review of the year was? Go on. Surprise me. Go on. Do you want to guess? Grime? No.
0: <laughs> don't know then. Close. Hip-hop?
1: UK hip-hop.
0: Specifically?
1: Specifically UK hip-hop.
0: Well, wow. Who's your favourite UK hip-hop act? Like?
1: Maybe JME. He's more grime. There you go then. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I've been listening to for it to say. You like UK hip-hop?
0: No one does.
1: What is UK hip-hop?
0: Well, UK hip-hop... Name some artists. Well, it depends, because there's like a, a new school... And then an old school. Old school would be That's like good for old school. Kalashnikov, Robin DePay, not Jest.
1: Don't know.
0: <laughs> New school would be like Ocean Wisdom.
1: Nope.
0: Okay. So maybe we'll just leave this there. <laughs> um but yeah, did you see anything to do with Wiley Sunsey?
1: Um they don't like each other. Um I've no idea what it's about.
0: Okay. Did you see anything on the news, perhaps?
1: Oh, yeah, I did see... Um...
0: Do, you remember, do you remember about five minutes do you ago... we
1: discussed how we were going to do the show when and I you... Went, I'll,
0: I'll bring up Stormzy and Wiley. It's so a little bit behind the curtain. Here. I'll bring up Stormzy and Wiley. And then at any point, just jump in. Jump in with the thing about Stormzy being on the news.
1: And John's just looking at me going, Have anything? you seen anything, Holly? No, Nothing. Anything? Anything
0: sort of news and slipper related. Sort of
1: like a new thing that you're meant to do? That sort right. of thing that's in
0: the running order that you're supposed to come in, that's supposed yeah. to seem like it was natural? Yeah. That bit.
1: It's good working with me, isn't it? It is, yeah. So, <laughs> did you see, Seamless... What? Did you see Stormzy on BBC Breakfast? Stormzy
0: on BBC Breakfast? Yeah. I cannot believe it, Holly.
1: Honestly, this genuinely happened. He was on BBC Breakfast, which famously is in the morning. It is. As per breakfast. Right. He got picked up in a taxi to go there to right. do the show, yep. and he was so tired that he forgot to put his shoes on. Easily done. I mean, easily is it, done. Is it easily done? And then the guy who's interviewing him, I don't know what his name is. Dan Walker, the like presenter.
0: Probably
1: some does breakfast. Yeah, though. it is the one who does football stuff as no, well, much, Fucking Yeah, much. he said to him, "Oh yeah, and by the way, I like your slippers." And so he's like, "Oh god, yeah, I um, I forgot to." put my shoes on <laughs> do you want to hear it
0: yeah go on em give us a little Let's, give us a little give blast you, of... give you a little blast no i actually forgot like i'm an idiot i forgot i'm a, i'm what, a forgot your shoes yeah which sounds right no because we, uh, we've been doing signings i did a signing in bristol we've got signing tonight but i always i just stay in my slippers and then i came got in
1: the choir. Like, oh, i was like i so he genuinely <laughs> just got <laughs> so in the car weird. and didn't have his he had his slippers on. So weird. So that tickled me a lot.
0: Have you um, have you ever been like so sleepy or tired or like just generally forgotten to wear the right thing or worn something mental to work?
1: Yeah. So at primary school, I went to the toilet break time, wasn't it? Went to the toilet. I think we wore like white shirts or like white polo tops anyway went to the toilet came out to wash my hands and as i was washing my hands i looked at myself in the mirror and i just thought my top looked really lumpy like it was just it was just too much so then i like felt my top and then i realized i still had my pajamas on i'd put my clothes on over my pajamas (laughs) it's like at that age where you start getting yourself ready yeah and then i looked down my top and i realized oh i've got my pajamas on So I had to, like, take my pyjamas off underneath my clothes. Uh, I was so tired. Rank. I mean, has that ever happened to you?
0: (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, though, sometimes do you not find when it's, like, really cold in the morning and you're like... And again, I don't know if it's just me. You're like, I don't want to get in the shower. I don't want to take these clothes off. I just want to, like, put on my clothes and go to work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Especially in the winter. (laughs) I I just want to get in the shower with my pyjamas on. Yeah. Pour boiling hot water on myself, and then put toasty radiator clothes on.
0: Yeah, it's so horrible when you're like you're standing there and you're just like taking your clothes off, and it's like cold. But oh. like even if the radiator's on and it should be warm, it's, it's still not, not you're warm still enough. Getting naked, getting splashed by yeah. water, <laughs> washing your trutch with cold water—it's just not not the one.
1: The water's just clashing against your body. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um, is
1: there anything better than a toasty towel off the radiator? Oh,
0: it is, bay. Yes. Yeah. Heated floor Ooh. and a toasty towel off the radiator.
1: That is nice. That
0: is good. Um, yeah, that is pretty
1: heated good. Heated socks.
0: Heated socks are good, but I get very hot feet, so uh, sweaty. It's
1: probably not for you.
0: Probably not for me, sweaty.
1: Heated pants.
0: Do you, do, can I let you into a little secret about yeah. my um, bedtime activities? Sounds sexual, Please do. it is not. Um, <laughs> before bed, so our room basically has old windows. They're not very well insulated, so our bedroom is full fucking freezing no matter what you do no matter what you do we we put an electric heater on there before we go to bed doesn't Doesn't make a difference as soon as you turn it off which you have to before you go to sleep it then gets freezing cold in 10 Uh. minutes maximum so I've invented something which I lovingly refer to and I'm very aware that this sounds mental but I call it the croissant not a croissant a croissant
1: the croissant
0: the croissant
1: croissant. okay
0: Um, I don't know why I pronounce the hard R but I do it's called a cross on. What well, it is, Connie, okay. very simple. Yep. You take the duvet off. Yep. What you do is you get a you know, people have like a throw or a nice blanket. Yep. What you do is you put the blanket about halfway down with the other half of the blanket off the end of the bed. Okay. You then pull you then lay on the blanket so your legs are in and yep. you pull that throw up. Up okay. to your kind of like waist or your chest. Yeah, you with me? Yeah. So that your like your legs are wrapped and your feet are wrapped inside a blanket. Yeah. You then put the cover over the top of you. Okay. So when you're in bed, if you just have the blanket and you just tuck it under your feet, obviously when you move it rolls out. Yeah. If you have it so that the actual blanket is up near your bum.
1: Yeah.
0: It ain't gonna roll out.
1: So you're sort of in a package, and a duvet's on top of you. Big time. I like that. Yeah. That is good. And
0: it will keep you fucking cozy, my friend.
1: Do you need an individual blanket per person? So say no, if no, you share we, we a bed, share a blanket. So you can make a double cross. A double cross,
0: because what you do is you, um, you make sure that the blanket is as wide as the bed. Okay. And then you're fine.
1: Do you tuck re-in before yourself?
0: You don't need to tuck in. What you do is you just lay side by side. Yeah. And you both lean forward to get the other end of the blanket and just pull it up.
1: I can't imagine so how great. cute you both look so doing great. that at the same time, like synchronised blanket Double cruss. Double cross.
0: Yeah. So and now Ri gets so used to me doing it. She's like, "Are you gonna make the cross tonight?" I'm like, Yep. Yeah. She has to get you off the too. bed and make, make it.
1: Far too adorable. Yeah. Can't cope.
0: It's really cozy though.
1: Um. So that's
0: a good winter hack. That a is a good winter
1: hack. I've got a winter hack. Shoot. I learnt it once on a theatre job. We had to stay in like travel lodges. We stayed in Eastbourne by the sea when it was freezing cold in winter and had okay. to share this little. What do you call them?
0: I don't know. I don't like know a little flops, there.
1: Like a maisonette, should we say? Okay. Anyway, the point is, if you're cold in winter yeah. and you want to be warm, yeah. you need to approach your bed, yeah. open up the duvet, yeah. get inside and do what I lovingly refer to as the cold bed dance, which is where all the occupants of the bed have to thrash around and dance inside the bed and honestly it heats you up a treat.
0: Yeah. That's pretty. Um, it's pretty logical. I mean, is
1: that a, is that a standard? I don't know if that's a thing? hack
0: though. do people do that? Yeah, just roll around like, and just like get warm. You
1: just have to go mad though.
0: Okay, going mad is maybe what sits USP.
1: Okay, I don't do it that often, but yeah. if I was cold, I would do it.
0: There you go. So it's not just comedy entertainment, um, like moral stories. It's also life hacks. Life hacks. Winter specific life hacks. We are
1: into life hacks. I don't have any more hacks about staying warm.
0: If you get really cold feet, you can put a plastic bag
1: uh, bag?
0: inside your shoes. I mean, do you do that? No, I haven't done it for years. But when it snowed when I was a kid, we used to do it and it was great. Ah,
1: okay.
0: You wear a thin pair of socks, a plastic bag. Yeah. Tie it as tight as you can. Yeah. And then you put a pair of thermal socks over the top of that. And your feet will, like, sweat and therefore stay really hot.
1: Okay. I've got a hack. If you have cold feet at night, put some socks on them.
0: It's a good shout. Mm. I've got a hack. Put your heating on.
1: I've got a hack. Go if on. you're cold at night, yeah. put pyjamas on.
0: That is good. And then if you're really cold, put your clothes on the next morning over the top of your pyjamas and then go to school. <laughs> um, I've actually got a really good, <laughs> really good hack. Not uh, winter related, you could do it any time of year. You know when you're like, tra- travelling? <laughs> do yet. it any time of year. Do it any time you like. Do it now if you want. Okay. Um, you <laughs> know when you're travelling on a train or on a plane or whatever and you've just yeah. got your phone to watch as your screen and it's quite annoying because you like, have to hold it and it's just a bit Wrap shit. it up
1: in a blanket and put your feet in it
0: exactly and then sleep on it <laughs> uh, no what you do is you just get an iPhone plug like the just normal plug Yeah. or well, you can use any plug I guess but iPhones are good because they're flat and you just put it in the middle of the ah. forks it's fucking great I invented it last year <laughs> so you can have that one for free okay. trust me people go oh no because the forks get in the way they don't just put it in there trust me it's fucking great
1: Okay. please try this at home and yeah. let us know how you take get on take your
0: pictures send it to me and go th- you're welcome but just send me a nice thank you okay
1: I've got a problem that I need a solution for maybe that's what this podcast could become Yeah, We're just asking for help so I need some help what do you do when you're lying in bed yeah. and you want to watch something on your phone and you're lying down and you can't put it on your belly because then it falls over so you can't see it how do you watch your phone in bed it's very with, simple without putting your hand up
0: it's very simple Holly you um, basically manoeuvre the duvet into like a wall shape and you just push your phone into it and it just sit there perfectly. It's really simple.
1: That's actually blowing my mind.
0: Yeah, it's the most simple thing I'm going to try world. it. You just like push it up so there's like a wall yeah. and just rest it on that. And oh. just sit there and watch it. Okay. Come on, mate. You have to get up pretty early to catch me out. I,
1: I think there's no problems. <sighs> what a fantastic story. This is from Laura at Fairy Cakes on Twitter she tweeted my postman has left his sack on my doorstep what does this mean am I the postman now (laughs) and there was honestly someone left a royal mail bag on her doorstep just literally a royal mail sack nothing else no one at the doorstep she just opened the door and it was on the floor She then... This had um, 241k likes and 31.2k retweets. It's gone nuts. Shit, And she said... So it became like a thread because everyone was following it. And she said, there's stuff in it. A few letters, a parcel, and what I'd guess to be around 7 million rubber bands. (laughs) This means he hadn't finished his round, guys. He's either been kidnapped, regenerated like Doctor Who, or shat himself. (laughs) I'm scared. I don't own any practical shoes. And then she goes on to say, no one is answering the phone at the sorting office. This is bigger than I thought. Am I actually in charge of the Royal Mail now? And she's literally, like, ringing people and then, like, going to her local post office to try and find out who'd left this sack. And she's put, if it's not sorted within the next 45 minutes, I'm buying a postal van off eBay. After all, I can't fight my destiny. Fate is bigger than all of us. So, yeah, this woman just found this sack on her doorstep. um, And it just... It just goes into... I mean, someone's even Spencil. said there's a thread on Reddit. I don't know what that's about.
0: <laughs> what well, um, what do you think happened to him? Well, like, would you... Do would you, you like, re- really, realistically, what do you think happened?
1: happened to him? So maybe he got a call and like his kid was poorly at school and they were like, you have to come pick him up, he's been sick. But
0: the, these bags, I mean... Are, oh, yeah, you can not it. They've got straps, right? Yeah, so, so why is didn't it off the shoulder? Will why she
1: it? carry it? Yeah. What reason would you have to drop... Maybe they won the lottery. And that's not realistic, though, is it? We're thinking realistic... No, no, but...
0: Uh, no, just... You've got to exclude all the mad stuff. What's and what w- you're left with could be the real answer. You're
1: good at, like, solving crimes and thrillers and stuff like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? When? When have when I solved a crime? Hercule Poirot over it. <laughs> I know I solved a crime. You
1: like that stuff, you I like, like
0: what, it. Am I good at it? I you like know.
1: watching Netflix documentaries. That means I'm good at
0: it. Brilliant. You
1: bought, John bought a postal game that was Solve a Crime. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and ironically, I haven't finished it. So, Have no. No.
1: I um, think you're quite good at thanks,
0: it. Thanks, mate. I really, that is good. That is nice. So,
1: realistically, let's not do mental things. Yeah. What could be a realistic thing? Because. Well why emergencies are
0: sure? emergencies a good shout because that would mean that you would do something irrational would like put things down without thinking about it. But I just think it's a bit weird because most posties, when you see them, the bag is over their shoulders, yeah. which means you would have had to or she would have had to have taken it off.
1: Thrown it on the ground.
0: Which makes no sense. So that that is a bit weird. The lottery thing, why is he checking his lottery tickets on someone's doorstep, realizing he's a millionaire and then leaving his stuff like that? that's a bit that scene yeah. as well
1: or I was thinking like what if they're an actor and they got a cast in but you, it wouldn't be that short notice and why would
0: you leave your bag Yeah, just, it's the leaving the bag thing we've got to get to the crux of
1: it, to leave the bag I think it has to be something either really bad or really good because your logic goes out the window
0: exactly and the thing is we know that it's not just like a random bag because there was still letters in there.
1: Yeah, they hadn't finished the round. So
0: they were they were an active postman yeah. on the day. Yeah, we can safely assume it's a bit fucking mental, isn't it? It's a, if, it is a mystery. Yeah. It's a genuine mystery. I mean,
1: if you saw someone getting attacked or you needed to help someone, I suppose you would throw yourself down and go help them. But, but then, why wouldn't you come back? Yeah, and there's obviously no commotion outside her house; that otherwise, she would have said.
0: Unless she didn't hear the commotion, he went over to help, and then gets caught up in. Yeah. So, for example, it's a fight. Yeah. He goes over. He like drops his bag because he thinks I need to run over. Yeah. Drops his bag, runs over, sees they're having a fight, and then gets caught in the crossfire. Like catches a stray elbow or gets juked up or whatever. Yeah. And then now he's involved essentially and he goes to hospital loses his memory because he's hit his head on the fall, <laughs> yeah. and can't remember where he's left his bag or that he's even a postman and, and then and he's in a separate thread wearing postal gear yeah. but he's got no memory of being no a memory. postman no memory
1: and then they take him to a room yeah. and they open up um, a little door and then a man leaves him in the room yeah. and inside the little door is a key And then he opens the little hatch that's got a lock on it. And then inside it is a gun, a passport, some money and some documents. And then he realises that he's Matt Damon in The Bourne Supremacy. Exactly.
0: And the mega plot twist is that it is actually Matt Damon, but the concussion, he'd forgotten that he was Matt Damon who played Bourne, who was also practising to be a postman for a new role. Bangs, Matt Damon.
1: There we go. Solved
0: it. Brilliant. Fucking knew it was Matt Damon.
1: Can't believe
0: that. Simple. Um, yeah, easy. Absolutely easy, mate.
1: I mean, I am gonna have to do some digging because.
0: Yeah, we what need to happened? know. We need to know what's happened.
1: What actually happened?
0: Yeah, I mean, she she tried. I am just having a look through this tweet here. She did try to ring. Um, Royal Mail to sort of see if she could track it down no one answered so she just kind of carried on without it but yeah. I wonder if she'd like managed to, to track it down um, which would be pretty interesting to know
1: yeah I don't actually know what happened um someone had a theory on Reddit that postal workers turn into dogs apparently <laughs> I didn't actually read the full thing that is fucking random as but um yeah, no idea. Actually, no idea. I should probably should do more research into this before I started this. Nah, segment.
0: nah, nah. Wide break from tradition. We we just like to <laughs> just, just chat shit. Just off laugh. the cuff. Yeah. So,
1: John Bass, what's the yeah. weirdest thing you've ever found on your doorstep?
0: Um, I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever found anything like that where it is like a, a genuine like mystery on the doorstep per se. My neighbour downstairs leaves us like notes about like just random things that you think. You've got my number. Just like WhatsApp me. Like.
1: But what do you mean? Like he posts them to like your door?
0: No, he'll just leave a note on on our. So basically, we have a shared um, entrance, like a hallway. And so he'll just at, inexplicably, just with a bit of like duct tape and a bit of like the back of a a pizza box,
1: <laughs> like
0: just go. Our doorbell's not working. Sorry if you get. Like someone ringing for you, for us, but and just stuck on the wall. <laughs> just WhatsApp me. You've got he's got my number, but then some, sometimes he WhatsApps me. So it's like, so he will WhatsApp me, but for some reason he's decided to if write back on the his pizza If phone's on box. charge,
1: he gets an old pizza box. And writes on that.
0: He writes it on that.
1: Maybe he enjoys the pen to paper or pen to pizza box sensation.
0: Maybe yeah. Maybe he's just trying to like keep up his handwriting because yeah. you know what it's like you know when you like. A kid and you're on school holidays when you come back your handwriting's a bit rough. Maybe and your wrist hurts. Maybe he's just keeping it like keeping it going. Yeah. An old calligraphy
1: What's the weirdest note you've ever had from him?
0: Probably like that about the doorbells. Is it a, just
1: the fact that it's on a pizza box? Is yeah, that the weird it's
0: just stuck to a wall, like what? Just message me, you've got my number. <laughs> and you've got
1: a really nice, freshly yeah. decorated hallway. It just makes no So why is he doing that?
0: Makes no sense. But aside from that, have I ever had anything weird on the doorstep? No, I can't think of anything like particularly like mad that's ever happened.
1: When I was at uni it was mainly like well, there was one incident where there was just sick on the doorstep.
0: Oh no, that's not nice.
1: That was horrible.
0: Yeah, that's not great. It wasn't is it? mine. For once.
1: For once, it wasn't mine. Um John, if yeah. someone were to leave a job for someone yeah. like in this way he's left or she's left the postal bag. What do you think would be the funniest job for someone to just leave something f- and just no explanation of how to do the job?
0: Well, I I did think that your um where you were going with the born supremacy thing um was actually kind of along the lines of what I was thinking which is that you just get left one of those like lock boxes. Yeah. And then there's just the lock and then on the top is like a letter and the letter's just got like the code for the um the, the lock yeah and you open it and it's just like three different passports
1: yeah
0: um and then like th- like three different types of currency mm. and then it's just got a note saying you need to meet a man with a red core like corvette yeah uh, outside St James's Park at quarter past three the code word is yes please Marjorie um and like fuck do I go and like sit on the bench
1: yeah like see if I'm so is the now. job a spy and that's, that's what, what you... yeah that's what I'm saying okay
0: I like like genuinely imagine it right so tomorrow tomorrow evening you get home from work and you see this box and you're like oh what's this and it just says to Holly right you open it and it says like here's the code to this box make sure you read the instructions this is a like an emergency right you open it and it's exactly what I said there's cash in there there's a gun in there um, and then there's this note that that says this is a, like and it's all like printed up like official like MI5 documentation and it, all it says is you need to meet someone at I don't know um, Whips, outside Whips Cross Hospital in Wolfenstein yeah. um, at 9 pm tonight. The code word is like um, Stormzy Slippers. I don't think i They will give you a document. All you need to do is return it back to your doorstep and we'll collect it tomorrow morning.
1: I just don't think I'd go.
0: But how fucking mad would that, that would be, be mad. I might I'd be too that. scared. I might just do that to you for a laugh one <laughs> like, day. I'll wait for like three years and, I'm just
1: <laughs> and I'll be like, is this John? You'll be like, yep.
0: Yeah, but then if it wasn't me, National Security. It Could saying. be
1: someone who listened to this podcast. Exactly.
0: Proper on the wind-up. Yeah. So that would, I think that's the most mental, but also that would be fucking cool.
1: But I was thinking, like, what if you just left someone a stethoscope and a right. tie, Yeah. and it just said, you're the doctor now. <laughs> and then you have to go into surgery, yeah. and then you just have to help people. They're like, oh, I've got this rash on my bum. Can you have a look? Ah. And then you're like, oh, yes, that is a, uh, schmerolitis. And then you have to like prescribe creams for them.
0: What is is a question on those lines? Because being a GP is obviously quite difficult. Like, to yeah. Be, what is the easiest job that you think you would struggle with the most?
1: Um being a driving instructor <laughs> <laughs> yeah good job <laughs> sure. yeah that's a good job um, Like I'll
0: tell you why I'm thinking about this is because you know when you go to restaurants yeah, and, and waitresses and stuff and they like take your order and
1: oh yeah
0: I that g- gives me so much stress where really? I think I couldn't remember that and I'd fuck that up I'd fuck up your order and i have to ask you a hundred times oh. yeah and it's like in theory my job is li- really complicated and I do lots of things yeah. and do it fine and in theory that that's less pressure but I would feel more pressure doing that
1: job oh I see
0: so I have a lot of respect for people who do it because I'm like I would struggle with that yeah um so in theory someone could be like oh here you go just like you've got to do this but what simple job do you think you would struggle the most with do you
1: mean like would give me the most stress yeah that you
0: think oh god I just couldn't do that but in theory everyone be like that's an easy job why why couldn't you do that
1: maybe like cabin crew because I don't really like flying good shout it's easy you just I mean I'm saying it's easy obviously people train along for a long time to do it what i'm saying is
0: in theory in
1: theory i could do it yeah. maybe it would be good for me because i'd be up there and i'd get used to it exactly. i think i just don't like it because i haven't done it that much yeah
0: it's like everything you just got to get used to it yeah yeah i think i'd be um i'd be pretty bad at um driving the tube oh really because i think i'd get bored
1: yeah and i'd
0: just i'd just forget that you this can't... is the end of the line just smash into it <laughs>
1: You can't even listen to podcasts nah. on the tube, can you? Because you have to be really alert and listen. Yeah, and things. also,
0: you know, when it's like, can you stop leaning off the doors? Yeah. I'd be like, oi, pricks. Like, if you, I will fucking shut this shit down. <laughs> get off the fucking I doors. I love that much. though,
1: because you get some tube drivers who are really angry. Yeah. And they're like, get off the doors. I'm not going anywhere. But then you get the really polite ones. Yeah. They're like, um, just to let you know, I can't actually move if you're leaning on the door, so could you just yeah. please
0: move? And it's like the guys that are on the platform, you know, when it's like Russia.
1: Oh, like, yes, guys, can
0: you move down the platform? Can you, you move get down some the platform? Banter ones yeah, like some tonight. Them, yeah. I was on
1: the tube, and this guy was like, Right, everyone in, doors are closing, enjoy the ride. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Yes, that's brilliant. Yeah,
0: exactly. Some of them are banterous, and some of them are like really miserable. And it's kind of like, I don't know if I'd I really admire the enthusiastic ones because the general public are fucking twats and they do mad shit. And, like getting on and off the tube is so irritating and you're just Everyone's seeing stressed. people doing dumb shit and you're like, I've got to be enthusiastic here and all mm. I want to do is to tell everyone they're a prick. Yeah. So I'd struggle with that as well. I think. Yeah. Anything that's got to be like nice to the general public, yeah. I'd struggle with that. One to one, people, like a person is great and yeah. can be great, but people are absolute twats. Official, you have it at first.
1: Life hack. Life hacks. <laughs> John, have you seen You? Um, and I don't mean looking in the mirror. That was,
0: my, that was my... Where my mind went was, I know exactly what she's talking about, but how can I be an obtuse little prick? Um, the, the show, the Netflix the show. The show on Netflix, yes.
1: You. You have seen it. I have. So in the second series, no spoilers, they have a thing where they tell the main character because he moves to LA basically. Yeah. And they say to him when you're in LA there are the eight or five totems that if you see these things it means you have to stay here forever or you're trapped here forever.
0: Yeah, so they're kind of like the um the rites of passage. Once yes. you've seen these or witnessed these events these things that you're a proper
1: Yeah, you know, like you're LA. you're a true London dweller yeah. or wherever yeah. it is you're talking about. So there's a really lovely comedian Beck Hill Um, very funny lady check her out on Twitter she basically tweeted um, what are the totems of where you live
0: oh that's good
1: so yeah obviously inspired by you she's then gone on to say what are yours and she describes hers in London okay so hers for London are bumping into someone you know on the tube a celebrity doing something mundane like grocery shopping yeah. An unironic 80s style punk rocker, a fox, <laughs> yeah. and an abandoned umbrella. Honestly, I've seen all of those, yeah. so that means I can never leave London.
0: Same. Um, what, who was the celebrity doing something mundane?
1: Um, I saw Alice Levine just going into work, just walk in to BBC.
0: I saw, um, so I used to live in West Hampstead, and I saw, what's his name, Webb?
1: Simon Webb from blue no not at all. I'm from Mitch Robert Webb. Webb Robert Webb yeah so
0: he used to live like in the next block to oh
1: really yeah
0: so I used to see him quite a lot just going to Tesco yeah
1: Um,
0: I sort of wanted to become his friend yeah but he's very um, head down don't look at anyone please don't talk to me
1: yeah because he knew you were there
0: well he's, he's probably like fucking hell is that Big John Bass <laughs> from Fighting Cock a man's not what? Um, but I got it up to a, a nod
1: oh, okay. got it up to a, like a
0: oh no you yeah, John
1: Bass friend to the stars big
0: me and someone web, big friends
1: John's clash of the stars yeah trench
0: S- so that was trench tr- tr- so that was fairly <laughs> trench was
1: that was trench. fairly
0: mundane but yeah a- abandoned umbrella of course foxes yeah. all the time yeah. and I know eighty 80s star punk I crack. literally
1: just saw someone Same. in Camden I saw
0: one today fucking mental there you
1: go um, but what yeah. I don't get about that is if you've got like a Mohican is it a Mohican or a Mohawk either if you've got one right and your mm. hair looks really cool when you've got it styled what about when you have to go to your it job what do you do then
0: it's a good point i don't know they do you just
1: like brush it back and put it into like a little ponytail or yeah,
0: something maybe maybe they just like find a way to just
1: have it yeah just like their Style it out. are right with it yeah so, so i was thinking yeah go on with these totems why don't we do some for east london because yes. we live in east london we do and hopefully some people can relate to this yeah sorry I'm not sure about that. Wow. (laughs) You're
0: not involved.
1: Alexa, you're not in this game, so please, can you butt your nose out? Although, can we just
0: do this? Alexa...
1: She's called Echo, technically.
0: Echo, tell us a joke.
1: Why did Karl Marx dislike Earl Grey? Because all property is theft.
0: All property is theft. That's a good joke. Oh, that is good. Right, okay.
1: Okay, so East London... What are our totems, John? We've got five totems. So what
0: we need to think about here are things that we see all the time that we probably take for granted, but they're like rites of passage in East London. They're
1: like classic things that you see.
0: Do you know what you do see a lot of? which are, Which is pretty funny. Uh, every so often, you know like on lampposts, you'll just get those stickers where it's like advertising certain things. And sometimes it's like massages. Yeah. Right? And it'll be like, it'll literally just say Thai massage and then just a number. Those, but just fucking loads of them in a big pile yeah. smashed on the floor. Like
1: someone's lobbed them on the floor. Yeah,
0: they've given up and they've just gone, fuck it, and just thrown them all on you the floor. You do see them a lot. So that's definitely got to be one. They are very annoying. Got
1: to be one. Um, what about when you see people who ask for change, but then they've got like iPhones yeah. and AirPods yeah. and they just walk into like Argos? Yeah, and just do their weekly basically, shop basically
0: people who are begging or asking for change but they don't need it they're just doing it anyway Oh, there's this one guy um, Leighton Stone tube station he come out and he just sits outside this shop at rush hour and he'll just go you right, boss you got any change mate and I've given him a couple of quid before and i go, gone oh, there you go mate Like good luck to you sort of thing and then I noticed that he had airpods in the <laughs> other week and I was like that's a bit muggy and then he was on his iPhone. And then what I realised is that I'd seen it I recognised him, I'd seen him before in the pub. He's, he's got like a house. <laughs> he just obviously like just What's can't be doing? asked to work. He just sits there, gets his money and then just like, he's fine. He's got like brand new trainers and all loads of shit. So obviously I've stopped giving him money.
1: Well, my husband Rich got collared outside Liverpool Street by a guy who had a bandage on with like a bloody arm. And he was like, oh, I've just had an accident. This has happened. Can I have some money to get to the hospital? And oh, Rich, was like, Rich was like, "Rich was yeah, of course. This man was really shaken up. So Rich went to the cash point, got him some money. Anyway, next day, goes leaving to go to work or home or wherever he was going. Same man, yeah. blood on his arm. Just had an accident, just now. Can I get some money to go to the hospital?
0: Do you know that guy? Yeah. has been doing it. As long as I've been in East London. oh really you know ten- who I mean yeah. no exactly who you mean oh
1: wow okay um
0: although and, and this is not to disparage Richard no but in within thirty seconds it suddenly dawned because he asked for money for a taxi to go to the hospital Oh
1: uh,
0: yeah call an ambulance
1: yeah why are you going in a taxi <laughs>
0: Wait, who go who goes fucking out I've just fucked up my arm I need to go to the hospital right Bring- let me
1: let me just fire up my Uber
0: yeah let me just get in a cab and go to the hospital yeah. who's doing that huh? just ring 999 and go you right? I'm fucked can you help me Yeah. you don't need money no. for a taxi it's berserk there's also a woman who they operate in the same area I don't know if they're together but in Liverpool Street and she basically um, goes usually to tables of women and goes I've just been beaten up by my boyfriend he's kicked me out oh, shit. can I have some money and and um, I gave her some money because I was obviously like quite concerned for her and I was like have you called the police or whatever and she's like oh there's no point because like he'll know where I go to I'm going to go to my mum's blah 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 I just need some money for a taxi just to get out of here I've got nothing like he's literally kicked me out so I was obviously like oh shit like 20 quid's no skin off my nose and i like, help her out and then I just saw her the next week doing exactly the same thing going table to table to table to these girls uh, just doing the same thing and just getting like 20 quid 30 quid 40 quid it must have been an absolute fucking killing And the thing that pisses me off about that is, when that happens to someone genuinely, people are going to remember that, like I have, and gone. Nah, but there are
1: people out there who are homeless, who need money, who have had terrible things happen to them, and that's really sad.
0: Yeah, so that's sad. So should we? But you
1: do see that.
0: Yeah. Um, On a lighter note, three Percy Ingalls (laughs) on one street,
1: on one road, one road. There's literally one. Honestly. We could walk now from my flat, we'd get to it in about 30 seconds. Yeah,
0: and there's a, there's basically, on Leytonstone High Road, there's two yeah. in pro- close proximity to each other.
1: Does anyone else have a Percy Ingle? I don't know if it's just like a thing. I've never East seen London. one
0: until I moved to East London. No. They do have them around the country, but I've, I feel like... They're really they doing really in these... well.
1: They're popping up everywhere. <laughs> They're like a You know sh- how people say, like, oh, loads of betting shops popping up. No yeah. Percy Ingalls, pastries. Percy Ingalls.
0: yeah, smashing it. Yeah, for donuts. those who don't know, it's like a yeah, bakery.
1: Oh my God, have you been retro. in? it's retro. Yeah,
0: I've been in there. They've
1: got, like, yum-yums and donuts for, like, 20p. Yeah, it's mental. It's, like, stepping back to the 90s and loads of vegan stuff, mate.
0: Yeah, it's re- it is retro, but they are doing all right. Yeah. Percy Ingalls. Well
1: done, Percy Ingalls. And then extra person you get like an artisan coffee shop
0: so true so random. the clash is just like horrible. a four
1: pound uh maca latte yeah oat milk whatever yeah
0: peruvian like yeah. special with
1: notes of yeah tai success, chi or
0: something. <laughs> <Tai> chi, success.
1: <laughs> yeah you get that yeah. and then you get like coffee shops inside the tube station yeah. like do you need that i mean i know i do Yes. i literally went to order a coffee today and i went to the counter i'm just gonna tell you this really long story went to the counter and i said to the lady it's because i saw the sign and it said oh it said macchiato i said what's a macchiato and she went well it's like a shot of coffee with like a bit of hot foamy milk on top and i was like oh okay Sounds like <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like in a in a espresso cup right okay and i went all oh, right okay she went well what kind of coffee do you like what kind of flavors do you like and I went, well, I want a coffee, but smaller. <laughs> and she went, well, why don't I do you... And you can correct me on this. Like a picorino or a or a piccolo? Piccolo, piccolo means small. Piccolo, means that's so it. Long, yeah. I mean, how offensive is that, what I've just said? is a cheese, anyway. A
0: pecorino.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> piccolo? What, what was it Could called? Could be something.
0: Could be something. Anyway,
1: she said to me, well, it sounds like... You'd like a piccolo? Piccolo. Piccolo. And I was like, right... And she was like, because it's a shot of coffee with like a bit more milk, it's a bit like a baby latte, would you like one right. of those? And I was like, yes, definitely would. And then I sat and I felt like the biggest twat in the world because so I was sat on a busy tube train with a tiny little coffee. Don't you feel like stupid when you're holding an espresso cup with I a mean, lid I d- on top? I don't
0: drink espresso, so. I can't say that I've ever had one on the move. I've had one occasionally, like after dinner. Yeah. And they, I mean, in my massive hands, they look so ridiculous.
1: <laughs> Imagine do you, know what with really,
0: a tiny cup. do you know what really annoys me here about espresso? Is the cups? They have that, like, just like the ones that you pinch. Yeah. But I, I, I don't know why I can never get a grip. They're just tips, <laughs> so I have to sort of hold it anyways. It's just fucking annoying. Make that bit bigger, please. I can get my fat fingers through it. Um, the other thing. That is a definite must. Is if you have ever gone out in Shoreditch on a Friday or a Saturday night, you go to a hotel bar. You think, oh, I'll tell you what, we'll go to a nice hotel bar. Have a couple of cocktails, get the night started. You go in there maybe seven, eight o'clock, early, you know, because you're not on a mad one. Because we're in a thirties, you know, we want just on a few drinks, you've maybe go to some, been some sort nice restaurant, like,
1: browse in Shoreditch the yeah, 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 day, yeah, have a lovely yeah. brunch.
0: Yeah, just walking around, you know, just doing some nice <laughs> stuff, having a macchiato piccolo, whatever it is, pick, pick a canty. a clash of
1: a piccolo. Yeah, a
0: clashy piccolo. And, um, you, you know, you're drinking that, struggling to hold it with your lip, big fat fingers. Really
1: feeling the Tai Chi yeah, through the you,
0: body. Yeah, no, the aromas of success really kicking in. <laughs> and So you think, right, we'll go to Ace Hotel, for example, or we'll go to the Hoxton, and we'll have a nice, like, I don't know, Aperol Spritz or whatever. Oh. And you're in there, or you go in there, and it's half seven, eight o'clock. And the place is fucking rammed with overdressed Essex cunts in there completely fucked at like 8 o'clock that and is you wish you were them you do not wish you were them you <laughs> wish that they were not there and that they would go somewhere else and that you could enjoy the ambiance without yeah. them being annoying and loud Yeah. so sorry for anyone from Essex that's not like that I'm not saying everyone from Essex is like that I'm talking about these specific cunts hashtag not all hashtag not all
1: well that's made me realise and this isn't A totem but it could be is that like in ace hotel or similar hotels you get that the essex lot but then you also get people with like aviator glasses or whatever and max well working well
0: specifically the max i'm not going with the aviators
1: not aviators but like some kind of wayfarer glasses (laughs) which are the glasses that i wear so i am i am that person um, which is great
0: but you're right though how often I mean every time you go into I mean Ace Hotel is so bad for it you're not working no. Saturday the music's fucking blaring yeah what are you
1: doing
0: what are you doing
1: on and actually that?
0: when you look at most of it, they're just watching stuff on YouTube but they want to they want to be seen to be like yeah I work in like a creative industry and I, I'm just like Coming here because it's like a social hub, and so I just want to show everyone my work because
1: <laughs> such a nice know, accent. What I'm
0: doing is like really important.
1: Do you so. work in the artisan coffee shop inside the
0: <laughs> tube station? Yeah, so this one it's got like tones of like Ace Hotel on a Saturday. <laughs> it's basically like. I wish
1: you could see John's fuck face. Fuck off,
0: you little twats. <laughs> Grow the fuck up. Um, so yeah, so that is. There quite are totems. Own. There are totems of East London. Totems what East we London. would like to see is your totems.
1: Yes, please. Tell us. What happens where you live? What are the totems that mean you can never leave that place? Yeah, and if
0: you're from London, like, just tell us if we missed stuff from East. Yeah. Uh, and if or you... if we
1: massively offended you, which yeah. I'm sure we did.
0: Hopefully we have, because that was my intention.
1: <laughs> <laughs> listener questions. Yeah, baby. We have got listener questions from my lovely friend Jane McKeever.
0: Jane, eh? Jane,
1: eh? Jane, 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 questions Booker so jane's got her own section now yeah. which you could also have if you wrote into us she's, and you don't write in but you kind of do she's
0: given a shitload which i like so many questions well, she done. said
1: to me that she loves it when we put on social media that we want questions and she sits there until her hands are tired
0: that is good actually
1: yeah I don't know. so jane has asked i'll give you this one john Go on um what is the most amount of money you've lost or had stolen good question
0: Um, lost as in like you took cash out and then you lost it yeah do you know what I've been pretty lucky with that sort of thing I don't think Mm. I've ever like I don't think I've ever had anything stolen money wise actually this won't answer the question but it is quite funny Um, I used to live with one of my um, mates Glenn and we got burgled once right and the reason we know that is because the police were knocking on our door at like 6 in the morning because our door was open and next door had been burgled and they rang the police so the please come to our door to check uh, if we'd heard anything and our door was open. So they came in, uh, woke us up and are like, oh, I'm sorry, there's been a burglary next door. Um, can you guys just see if you've been burgled? And our door had been like, jimmied open so oh. they could see it and they were like, so you need to just check to see where your stuff is. Bear in mind, our car keys, which is what you're not supposed to do, were downstairs right in front. So uh. they didn't take either of our cars, which was pretty mental. Yeah. Uh, TV wasn't gone, sound system wasn't gone. Um, there was like some money, funnily enough, also in like the kitchen. Oh. So the only thing we could think of is that they'd been disturbed m- midway through. Yeah. They did, however, steal one item that particularly wounded us both.
1: Was it an old pizza box?
0: It was not an old pizza box. What it was is, what's um, was a PlayStation game. Our favourite PlayStation game, which <gasps> at the time was Pro Evo. And what did they'd done, they Holly, is not only yeah. had they stolen it, they'd opened the box with the game in taken the game out and left the <laughs> box and we didn't discover this until like no. a week later when we went to play the game and he, I was like where's Pro Evil? he's like this must be in the Playstation it wasn't in the Playstation they didn't take the Playstation they just took one game what <laughs>
1: did I burgle you
0: honestly it was fucking mental and we were going through everything going, they must have taken something else and there was like nothing I mean the TV was like old so it was big so they couldn't carry it but why didn't they just take the Playstation Take the whole PlayStation. That is
1: mad. So they must
0: have. He must have picked up the game, and like looked at it, and then one of us must have gone up to the toilet or whatever, yeah. and disturbed him, and they just left. Um, That's yeah, madness. That's so pretty funny. But no, I've never lost um, any money or anything like that um, yeah. before. Um, so yeah. Okay. So
1: yeah, there we Interesting. Um, any, anything else? Do you have another question? Yeah, go on. Uh, would you rather have a 5 minutes long memory? Will have wheels for feet.
0: Interesting. Um, I.
1: Sorry, I'm not sure about that. (laughs) Why is she getting. No, that was me.
0: That was my impression of Alexa. Or Echo, whoever it is. Echo, shut the fuck up.
1: Oh, she went purple and then went out.
0: Good. Um,. Would you rather have what? A five minute long memory? Or, or have wheels, wheels for feet? feet? Assuming that I can move with the wheels for feet, as in that they're not, um, <laughs> you know, like, so in my mind, I'm thinking like a roller skate, but what if they were put on the bottom? <laughs> so they weren't, they weren't like uh, rolling forward, they just rolled like round and round. <laughs> so I couldn't actually move, just, just slipping over all the time. Um, I'm imagining
1: they, that you don't have feet.
0: literally have. And it's a,
1: just a wheel. From, yeah. like, your ankle to the floor. Yeah.
0: Um, I can't... I'm not very good at, like, roller skating, ice skating, anything like that. I'm fucking terrible. So that would be a real pain in the ass. The five-minute memory thing would, like, finish your life, though. Yeah. At least I'd have my mind and my memories, and I could kind of... I could still live. I'd just have to get used to it. So I'd go for the wheels.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Good question, though. I like that.
1: Yeah. Um, also, Jane asks, has John ever used beard oil?
0: Do you know what? Surprisingly, I haven't. Um really? Yeah, I know I have quite a majestic beard, but my beard's never quite long enough to warrant it.
1: But isn't beard oil to soften the hair?
0: Yeah, but you need it needs to be long enough
1: really yeah I, I, I thought th- it was like a conditioner
0: yeah it is but you need a like well, I, I, I would say my beard is uh, never very long it's just sh- like shaped yeah it doesn't actually like grow that long you know people like have like yeah. beard actual beards that like come down off their face yeah that's when beard oil was good because uh. that was easier to shape mine's a bit more it's just like stubble really do you wish you had stubble. some beard oil Um, I, I'd be happy to use some beard oil like I'd give it a go if on someone my wants beard. to sponsor your beard if, if uh, companies out there that are yeah. like this guy's got a majestic beard, it's one We'd of like the like best we've him. seen. We'd like to sponsor. imagine
1: if you were representing the company and that was their ad campaign. Like, there's no TV ad, nothing online. Yeah. it's just you, and just, if you see people, you just, just go, go. Have you seen this? Have you seen my beard? Oh, yeah. I'm sponsored by this company. So, okay.
0: To be fair, probably get good traction because yeah. my beard is really, well, like it's one of the best out there.
1: It is a good beard. It's like really, this, there's the no shape. gaps. No
0: gaps. That's the key. You've
1: even got, and tell you what, what is key. You know, like, the little ridge between the bottom of your lip and the top of your chin? That little bit there, you've got full coverage. Now, yeah. a lot of guys yeah. will have a gap there. Yeah. But you, my friend, don't.
0: No. There's a lot of things wrong with me, but the beard is not one of them. The beard is majestic.
1: You've got 99 problems, but the beard ain't one. The beard ain't
0: one. That is a fact. You really enjoyed that, didn't you? <laughs> I
1: was waiting for John to savage me on it. Yeah, no,
0: it was good. I like that.
1: Got any questions for me from Jane?
0: Um, yeah. What um Jane asks us, what's good for bulking out salsas if you're trying not to eat meat or bread?
1: So we've got a lot of questions here. Yeah. To me it sounds like salsa is like a staple part of her diet.
0: Yeah, well I thought salsa just is salsa. You just can't bulk salsa. out a salsa and and surely like if you're trying not to eat meat or bread, it's like What's that got to do with salsa, Jane? So
1: why is she eating just salsa on Jane. its own?
0: Jane! What are you
1: doing, what Jane? What are you
0: playing at, love?
1: Like, what, is salsa like your key nutrient? It feels
0: something? like salsa is like her, you know, like people have rice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, what's good to have with rice if you cannot eat meat? Oh, well, then you can maybe have like, you know, get some courgettes, and some onions, some peppers, and that'll bulk it out. Who's thinking, right? <laughs> salsa! Salsa's the starting point. Where do we go from there? Jane!
1: It's like she's having it for breakfast or yeah. something.
0: Yeah. It's, very, it's like going, right, I don't want to eat meat anymore, so I've got to think, <laughs> of, think about the things I can have. Number one, salsa, obviously. What can I... How can I bulk that Why? Jane!
1: If I'm having salsa, it's just a little delicious topping for my fajita. It's
0: basically like going, guys... Does, do you know any good ways to, like, bulk out some ketchup? Because, you know, <laughs> especially if I'm not eating meat or bread. It's just a sauce. It's just a side thing. I
1: mean, let's assume that she means fajitas, and she's trying to... <laughs> Why would we assume that? She said salsa. I'll just tell her a little...
0: She's, Sa- but she's put look. plural, salsas. Really? So she's she Salsas? Put, if you're bulking out a salsa, she's put... If you're bulking out salsa, <laughs> multiple,
1: multiple. multiple, she's salsas. having it every day of the week. Monday, you know people... Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday, salsa, Sunday. You know yeah. how people prep like overnight oats? She's like prepping little bowls of salsa yeah. in a fridge. She's
0: on Instagram, like with an overhead <laughs> shot of like seven boxes that are just full of salsa.
1: Oh, for God's out
0: with different things. Um, simple answer is more vegetables. Yeah. That's that probably be the best way. And if you are
1: cooking for heaters and you don't want to eat meat or bread
0: salsa's good to go with it.
1: Just put loads of salsa (laughs) on it. No, but seriously, go to Iceland. Yeah. Try out their no bull range. Because honestly, if you listen to this and you eat chicken and you wanna stop or cut down because you don't want to kill animals or Just be healthier. Just be healthier or thinking of the environment Honestly, the no-ball range, the chicken, is so similar to chicken. We had it, didn't we, the other day. Our mate Pete cooked it. So delicious. It's like £3.50 for a massive bag, and it'll cook quite a few dinners. And then, like you said, veg. If you don't want bread, bulk it out with veg.
0: That's the thing. Like So, weirdly, I was having this conversation the other day, that um, a lot of the uh, meat alternatives, I actually don't think a lot of them are great
1: for Mm. you, personally.
0: Like they're they're nice. They're, and they're better tasty, for you than
1: meat, but still.
0: But in some ways, and then not in others, right? So yeah. actually, if you if you want to be vegetarian or you want to move away from eating meat and you don't like the idea of just having like a kind of chemically based mm. thing, just have vegetable. Like, yeah. It's it's actually about the seasoning and making yes. it taste nice, and you don't actually need the meat. You can just have no. it with veg, um, or a salsa. a salsa. Or just have a salsa. Just have a salsa, <laughs> have a salsa mate. Um, what else have we got here from Jane um, what do you think of the recent news about the Northern Ireland Executive
1: I honestly have no idea what the
0: only thing I ever think about Northern Ireland is what time are you going to the party <laughs> the harder past yet
1: so I got some feedback from Jane she said John's Northern 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 am I broken sorry <laughs>
0: <laughs> my Northern Irish
1: John's like Belfast accent yeah. is very good right that's good mine Needs, needs some work. work.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, we knew that. The problem is, is I, the only thing I can do is that phrase.
1: What about parashar? Parashar. Is that good?
0: Parashar. It's all right, yeah.
1: Parashar? <laughs> it's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting
0: worse. Um, yeah. So that, it. It. It.
1: past What else can we say? Uh,
0: I don't know. Just... Should, Norn. Should we try and ask that question?
1: People say, like, Norn Aron.
0: No, no. What do you think of the recent news about... I'm very Trump sorry, Jane. Executive.
1: I'm very sorry. Um, yeah.
0: so, we, so we've got another question here from uh, the Black Bump.
1: Oh, yeah. Friend bump, the lovely says. friend Bump.
0: And I, I'm assuming this is um, in relation to Megxit, which was um, Meghan and Harry. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about we that. We didn't really talk about generally. that. Who cares? They want to live their life. Who gives a shit?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, would you rather be a royal that never works or a royal who gets a job at Audi?
1: Now I just want to tell everyone that I'm not getting sponsored by Aldi, surprisingly. Right. But I bloody love an Aldi shop. It was good. Honestly, I've started shopping in Aldi and I've saved so much money.
0: Are you my dad from 2010? (laughs) (laughs) He used to bang on about Aldi all the time. I've
1: been doing a weekly shop for two people for thirty pounds. Right. What do you think of that? It's pretty good. good, Honestly, it's
0: pretty good. Honestly,
1: there's snack bars. They do a snack bar, mate. Yeah. John's, John doesn't give a shit what yeah. I'm saying. He's not even looking at me. He's going... I'm just looking at the time on the <laughs> He's thing. He's just looking at, looking at the wall. At the more He's like... just looking at the wall going, yep. Yeah, yeah this, this is... Basically, because... they've, got <laughs> 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 they've got a snack bar.
0: Come back into it. Right.
1: They've got a snack bar that's vegan right. and healthy and it tastes like Ferrero Rocher.
0: The whole snack bar does? Yes. Everything does? Yes. Yes bit limited on flavours.
1: No, but one flavour tastes like Ferro Roche.
0: Does it go well with a salsa?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Salsas. <laughs> uh, got one last question. Do you want to ask us that?
1: The last question from this podcast is... Oh, I have to answer it.
0: Well, no, just say it.
1: Um, say it out loud. You've just read it out. <laughs>
0: you okay? Are you okay? Um,
1: would I rather be a no, royal
0: no I mean yeah answer that and then there's another question isn't there okay which we can both see we're both looking at it but we haven't answered chosen... this question I yet I know answer it then
1: okay so I'll I talk would, about the
0: snack bar at Aldi if you want I
1: would rather be a royal who works at Aldi because okay. then I'd see all the offers as they came in
0: yeah, I would rather be a royal and not work get paid loads of money and Actually, just do yeah, fuck all. I'll do that yeah, right, makes more sense. And then just go to Aldi and buy the stuff and, snap ah. them and get loads of sales and bulk them out.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you want to ask us this question?
1: I will ask the last question of the podcast. Great. And this last question is from Aaron O'Neill. He asks, what is something you're proud of but don't have an excuse to talk about? Oh, that's, that's actually, a really sweet question. That
0: is quite a quite a good question. What are you um, proud of,
1: John Bass? Hmm,
0: that is... Well, I... I was thinking about this when I saw it um, and it's a tough one isn't it because like I'm quite uh, an egomaniac so I kind of feel like I try and talk about stuff that I'm doing all the time anyway mm. but there's some things that I like kind of for example uh, my day job right I don't really talk about that on the pod um, and I used to hate my day job but my current job I really like it um, and without going into too many details I've been involved in a startup. And we've now got to a point where we've got like serious funding and and we're really taking it to the next level and it's becoming quite a big thing. Yeah. And I work in business development side. So it's like my responsibility to bring in customers. So we had no customers and now we have lots of customers and that's down to me. So I kind of quite proud of that. Yeah. But I don't really talk about it that much because it's kind of my day job and I'd rather just talk about like salsas
1: and (laughs) doing
0: bad Northern Irish accents or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I guess that
1: probably That's great. Yeah.
0: What, really about, what about you, mate?
1: Well, I'm the same. I talk about all my crap all the time, don't I? Yes, like what we do. Oh, I'm yeah. doing improv. You do improv. Do improv. Do improv. You're Big vegan. time. You're vegan by any chance. Vegan. Big time. Um I'm proud that I'm vegan and I'm better than everyone else. That is true. Um No I dunno, what am I proud of? Um do you know?
0: I know what you should be proud What's of. What's that? So you're um trying to make your way in the difficult industry, which is comedy and acting and, and
1: yeah. all that stuff,
0: right? And you, in order to get somewhere, you've got to graft in this industry and you've got to yeah. put yourself out there.
1: Yeah.
0: Now, you recently put yourself out there to someone that you admired on the off chance. That was an opportunity. I did
1: indeed.
0: And it's paid off, hasn't it?
1: Yeah.
0: So I think you should be immensely proud of that. And... Plug it at the same time.
1: Yes, so I'm proud of being brave enough to ask sometimes because sometimes you don't get asked to do things, you should just ask. Um, Which leads me on to anything to plug. I am going to be playing at Steen Rascopoulos' Night, which is what I asked to be part of.
0: Who is a very well known improviser, very
1: hilarious, one of the best shows of Edinburgh. His Edinburgh show was insane. I've always admired him and I've loved his comedy night. He does an amazing improv night.
0: And we went to see a show. Yeah, we did. And he's doing very, very well.
1: Yeah, and he's a really nice guy. Um, So I'm going to be playing at his night uh, at 2 North Down, which is near King's Cross, on the 28th of February, which is a Friday night, from 8 to 10. The tickets are £7, but the best thing is that all the money raised from the night goes to the Red Cross, who are helping with the bushfires in Australia. So you could come, if you listen to this now, you could buy yourself a ticket, know that you've given to charity, and also that you've supported comedy in London. Exactly.
0: And you can see Holly. You get to see me. So we're going to um, tweet the fuck out of this event. Yeah. And if you listen to the pod, and you want to see Holly, and see some top class improv, I'll be there as well, just in the crowd though. Okay. Um then definitely check out the show. So yeah. we'll, we'll tweet all the details, so keep an eye out for it, because um, it's pretty pretty cool. I think you should be really proud of yourself, mate. Aww. It's a big kind of a big deal. So, Thanks,
1: John.
0: Um, well done, mate. It's really good. So yeah, we're going to tweet the details out to that. So if you want to come and see some improv, and want to see Holly perform.
1: Yeah, if you're out of town, you've got a little train that gets you into London. Yeah. It's a Friday night.
0: Have some dinner, you know, have some salsa. You've
1: got time to go to Liverpool Street, yeah. go to a trendy hotel, and have some cocktails and dinner. Yeah. Then come to watch the show.
0: Yeah, exactly. And have Get yourself a lovely, an
1: artisan coffee on the way, on the tube. Have a lovely
0: time. Have a lovely time, yeah. Great. Um, that's obviously a big deal, but have you got anything else to plug?
1: That was my big plug, mate. That
0: it's was really, it's
1: my big plug.
0: Big old plug. In um, the, the
1: bath that is my life.
0: It's a pretty big bath. And um, so
1: what's your plugging?
0: Podcasts coming out for Notorious P.O.D. Did the yep. first one of the new year um, with Thelonious Filth and Cal, called the Hip Hop Forum, and it's basically us just taking kind of four of the big stories in hip hop. We're going to do it throughout the year, just oh, pick okay. up some big stories this and just a talk new through. It's just, it's just, so obviously, we do the album reviews, but kind of punctuated throughout that, we're going to do these that are like more general hip hop stuff. Oh, nice. Um, so, we did the first episode of that, we got the first album episode of the year, um, according to tomorrow, uh, which is going to be Kanye West College Dropout. <gasps> with, uh, I
1: love that album. It's a
0: great album. And it's with a guy called Small Boss, who is a uh, rapper from New York. What? So we are doing that tomorrow. And that'll be I'm out there. are definitely
1: going to be listening to that. Yeah.
0: So that's cool. And then I've got some others planned. i going to be doing um, some pods coming up. So yeah, just keep an eye out on Notorious P.O.D. if you like your hip-hop. baby.
1: Even if you don't.
0: Yeah, it's still a lot. You'll
1: learn something about music. It's
0: like this, but the people... Uh, that I talk to know about the subjects, <laughs> and the subject is looking ever. directly at me, yeah. so
1: is clearly talking right. about me.
0: Um, mate, it's been great. January was a mad, really nice. was a mad month. We've there was loads of things we could have spoken about that we didn't. Yeah. Um,
1: January a bit of a downer, isn't it? Yeah. But I have had a laugh doing yeah. this,
0: so that's good. So who's
1: the real winner? Exactly. Salsa.
0: Sounds like salsa is the real winner. So uh, keep an eye out on Twitter as we promote uh, Holly's gig. Um and we'll be come back. Come on down. Yeah, we'll be back in February. Sit
1: with John um, and
0: have a beer. Yeah, I'll have a beer with you. Like, don't be weird though. Like, come up to me yeah. and like just go, You big John Bass, and I go, Yeah, and you go, That is good beard. You don't need beard oil. you correct, you are the best. And I'll go, yeah. And you go, Do you want a beer? And I go, Yes. And then they'll
1: say, and then just, Can I sponsor
0: you? Yeah. And then just go away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> take, um, your beer and take your fuck beer
0: off. And fuck off. Um, now come say hello. I'll I'll yeah. you. Um and then we're going to tweet loads of stuff about this uh, Yes, I'll gig. share
1: all of the links from the stories. So you can get your tickets. Oh, you're talking about the gig? Yeah, talking about I'm talking about promoting the podcast, but sure, let's do all the things. Yeah, do all the um, things. Where can you follow
0: us? Tell you can that. follow
1: us on Mansnot What on Twitter and on Instagram. You can share some lovely things with us on both. Yeah. I keep, mean, you can probably just share it on Twitter.
0: Yeah, probably just share it on Twitter. It's easier. Easier. Um, And keep an eye out for these promotions for Holly's show. Yes, that'd be pretty cool, and we'll and see. We'll be beautiful. back in
1: March, won't we? Probably. No. February. Feb. It's start month. a month.
0: Remember when it's like one month every thing? month? Do you remember we said I oh, would we'll do it? For every month. We did say
1: monthly. And we'll
0: review the funniest things of the month. So but it'd be a bit weird if we just inexplicably ignored February. It's
1: February, yeah. So we'll be back in February. Probably, a even year. though this is going out in February, it's yeah. quite confusing.
0: But we're review in January. We are. So. so
1: This week on Man's Not What
0: I've learned that Winter Love Island is an absolute bag of shit
1: I've learned that if you ever worked with John Bass you probably have a very funny call centre story
0: I've also learned that wearing your slippers to work isn't as mental as wearing pyjamas underneath your clothes when you're going to school
1: John and I are going to get a box, put a key in it, a gun, several passports and leave it on your doorstep
0: And I've also learned that Percy and Gore are doing bloody well.
1: My salsa. My salsa.